Welcome to Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. I'm Zach. Happy birthday, Zachy! Hi, Stevie. Hi, Steve. I'm Steve. <laughs> I'm Zach. <laughs> We've established this. Yeah. I, my brain went flat. Yeah, it did. You're like, a hi, flat Steve. Flat line for a second. I was you, so excited. You were you were saying hi to yourself. I did. Hi, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, my birthday. I feel, yeah, I feel like I have to. You know, yeah. I feel alone sometimes. Yeah. And I just got to, you know, make myself feel like... Like this. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, is your, it is your 40th birthday today. It is. We've talked about this at length. I think over the past year and a half, we've talked a lot about you turning 40 and yeah. being kind of a topic of contention. Yeah, I'm just old. Now I'm just old. You feeling it? I feel You're it feeling today, it today? Yeah. Like, you came in today, yeah. and, like, you, you were hacking. I mean, <laughs> well, not that that's uncommon for us on Fridays for whatever reason. Yeah, it's just been very dry outside. My throat's a little raw, yeah. so. It's you just, hear it? I, it just, I just sound old today. You I, came up, you, I your, your hip was hurting. Like, <laughs> you were walking with a little bit of a limp. Yeah, it happens. You almost fell so, over. Is that sciatic acted <laughs> up again? <laughs> it feels like it's going to rain. Yeah, you got me a walker for my I 40th. did get you. Well, that's, I mean, there's a proud tradition. Yeah. Amongst our, amongst our friend group. Yeah. For a long time now. That uh, It started with our friend Bo. Our friend Bo. Turned, he's really old. He's the oldest. He he is the patriarch of our, of our friend, yeah. <laughs> friend group because he is at least 15 years older than all of us. And right. so he turned 50. No, that's not true. No, that's not true. No, he turned 40 uh, during COVID. Yes. And so... Um, for his 40th birthday, uh, we, uh, we did this like wave, wave <laughs> yeah. from your car kind of birthday yeah, thing. Cause it was like April of, of was, COVID. So this COVID was like was fresh. Yeah. It was like two weeks into COVID. It was, yeah, or it was three fresh. weeks, whatever. It, it was very early we on. You hadn't COVID. seen anybody. You hadn't seen anybody. Cause I mean, if you remember the original restriction, it was like, this is going to be over in a few weeks. Yes. And so we were at three weeks, and we're like, "This is this is eternity." Yes. So we have to see people. Yes. And we we uh, we did like a drive by thing. Yeah. Wave each one of us drive by waving. Yeah. To Bo for his fortieth, and well, so we put I, some stuff in his yard, like like yeah signs and signs stuff. yeah and wonders. Um, so what we uh, but what I did was um, I, I was cleaning out my. Um, I have a crawl space in my garage. Yeah. And so it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, right above where I parked my car. And I went up in there um, early on when I got the house and I found a walker up there, like an old, like it, it was brand new. It is brand new. It looked brand new. I don't think, I don't, I, I bet you it was given to the guy that formerly lived in my house. And he was like, I'm not using that. Yeah, and he just shoved it up and there. And he just put it up there. He's like, I'm not going to be that guy. And, you know, I, I don't know if that's the truth or not, but I've heard a lot of amazing stories about the guy that, like, built our house and, like, was the original owner of it. Um, and it just sounds like he, that would not have been his thing. Yeah. Like, he's like, there's no way. So it was, it was brand new, tucked up in my crawl space, and I'm like, I can't wait to use this one day. And so when Bo turned 40, I wrapped it, put a big bow on it, and I put it up on his on his uh, deck yeah. before anybody came outside. Yeah. So there was no cross contamination or Ooh, anything. Yeah. And so it went from Bo then to our friend Jeremy, yeah. Pastor Jeremy, who's the worship pastor here at our church. Bo gave it to Jeremy, and then Jeremy gave it to me to give to you. Yeah. Because he doesn't and see it usually is. on Wednesday nights, and now it's at your house, and now it's going to be there for a while. Because I don't turn 40 for five years. <laughs> it's a little, not that long, buddy. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to be 39 in the spring. Um, I got one more year until I'm at, you know, the true halfway point of life, which yeah. is 40. Yeah. But that's, that's a 
good thing, man. I mean, think about what 40 represents, Zach. You're just like, you're just starting, man. Starting what? You're just starting. You're just starting. <laughs> like you, you, you know what life can bring. Yeah. And you can look at this as like the the first year of the best years of your life. Just so think about the, golden it. Years? the first the first forty years is all about figuring out how to do everything in this life, how to save money, how to, you know jobs and raise kids, all that kind of stuff. The next forty years. It's just like, I already know what I'm doing. And you, you just you got a handle on it now. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for the pep talk. It, that, that's how it should be viewed, man. So I looked up. Is it, you don't have a game or anything. I, I, it's not a game, Zach. But I, I want you to be encouraged today. So I looked up 40 facts about turning 40. <laughs> and I think oh, good. I think it's going to be really helpful for you. All right. All right, Zach. First thing. First okay. fact. Are you ready for this? Zach, 40... Is the new 30. Everybody says that. It is the new 30, man. You know why? Because everybody that turns 30 or 40 is like, this doesn't feel that different from 30. Yeah. And it's the truth. You Remember when we talked about like how you looked at people back in like the 70s? Yeah. And they were 20 years old, but they looked 50? <laughs> yes. That was on them. Yeah. They had the big, you know, mustaches, the mustaches. and the, those chopped sideburns. Yeah. You'd see somebody and they'd come out of like the pool hall. And yeah. and it, like in a movie or yeah. something, and you're thinking that guy's 54. Yeah, and he was 27. He was 27. And <laughs> you know, you look at you, you look at the shows from like the 80s yeah. that we grew up on, right? You know, live action shows from the 80s. And you looked at some people that were in those shows, and you're like, that guy's got to be 60. And you're like, he was 35. Yeah, it's like, wow, what happened? Yes, I don't know if it's advancements in you know aging, whatever it is. You got that, buddy. All right. So uh, life expectancy is higher than it's ever been before. That's true. So forty is like at it's at <laughs> most midway. <laughs> at least midway. <laughs> at most, midway. <laughs> at most <laughs> that came out wrong. Yeah. No. Oh, at for, most for you, you. At most you're listen, midway. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, yeah. That came out wrong. Yeah. I mean, at least. Yeah. All right. At least. Because think about it. I mean, your grandfather is ninety-seven. He is ninety-seven. And he's still he's doing great for ninety seven. Yeah, he is. So you've got at least seventy to eighty years to go, buddy. <laughs> you might be at the one. You might be at the one third mark. That's true. No, I mean not halfway mark. So feel encouraged. Number two, Zach. All right, here we go. Actually, forty is the new twenty. I disagree <laughs> with that completely. <laughs> Nobody wants to be twenty again. No, is that what they said? It says that. Yeah, that's the so fact. So pretty much here. everyone's like shirking their responsibilities now until they're. Way yeah. older than they used to be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Listen, I don't want to be 20 ever again. Would no. you ever want to be 20 again? No. Can you believe that 20 was 20 years ago, though? Shut up. Is that weird? <laughs> Is that weird, though? Dude, I'm right there with you. Okay, I'm 38. I'm going to be 39 yeah. in a few months. Yeah, I could get morbid, but I'm not going to go there. But listen, the, like, 20 years ago, I remember going going to lunch for my 20th birthday at Iron Bridge. There you go. And Do you remember was- what you did on your 20th birthday? Well, when I was twenty, I was in a, uh, I was in Alaska. That's when I was started my Dude, whole I, Alaska thing. I was on a fishing boat, not not on my birthday, yeah. but that year. Yeah, you've never, you've went to Alaska. When did you go to Alaska? When I was twenty, I spent the summer I, there. I, have you talked about this before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the third fact is this, is this. But then again, aren't you glad you aren't twenty anymore? Are these fun facts? No, this is a stupid. This is like a BuzzFeed or morbid something. Morbid curiosities. No, it's TLC. Oh. All right. 
You'll probably hear, wow, you look great for your age more and more. Zach, I would say, buddy, let me be the first to say on your 40th birthday, you look good for your age. Well, that's somebody's already said that. Uh, when? It was, I hope it was your wife. <laughs> it was my boss at work. I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be here this weekend. It's my 40th birthday because mm-hmm. I had tons of vacation I got to use up. So yep. use up a couple days around today. And she was like, oh, you're, you don't. You don't look like you're 40. Yeah, you no, might want to report that to HR. All right. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Not reading that one. <laughs> What's it say? Nope. Number six. Okay. Yeah, skip five. All right. Because it doesn't apply to you. Oh, okay. It doesn't apply to you. Your tastes are set in stone, and that's a good thing. No more wondering if it's cool to like such and such movie, song, or TV show. So whatever you like. That's it. You like, And that's it. Isn't that the truth, though, of, of turning 40 or, like, being this age? It's like... You don't this, care anymore? This is where we start seeing, you know, like, our parents and our grandparents where they're just like, ah! remember your grandpa was here? And he's like, I don't play games. Yeah. You can do that now for the next <laughs> 40 to 50 years, Zach. All right. All right. That makes me feel good. If you say, if somebody's like, hey, Zach, like, okay, when I say, Zach, you need to watch The Office, you're like, I'm not watching that show. Yeah. And that's it. All right. That's it because you've set it in stone. All right. Your tastes are set in stone. Okay. If I say, have you listened to this new music guy? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm, and you know what? I'm probably not going to say that because I haven't listened to new music <laughs> in 20 years. <laughs> I'm still listening to the same stuff I listened to 20 years ago. And you know what, Zach? That's okay. That's because the 40 is the new 20. Zach, number seven. All right. Bedtime is something you really, really look forward to. This has happened for well before 40. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a good thing. That was a dumb one. Hey, Zach. All right. Number eight. Yeah. And you've earned this. Okay. Your crow, your crow's feet and your laugh lines on your face, you've earned that, buddy. <laughs> All right? Just makes you more handsome. Hey, thanks. Makes you more rugged. Ruggedly handsome. Ruggedly handsome. I've got this little bit of a grovel in my voice. You do. Like, gray you, my beard. So, you sound every bit of 40 today. I do. <laughs> and if you saw his face, you'd say every bit. No, I'm just kidding. You look... <laughs> Zach, you look good for your age. Hey, thanks. You do. Appreciate that. L- listen, we look like we're in our 30s, our early 30s. I'm not anymore. We had, we had students say that. They're like, oh, we thought you guys were in your early 30s. We're like, no, you didn't. But that's very nice of you to say. That was kind. It was very kind. People, Zach, All right. people are going to take you more seriously now. Oh, okay. I'm 40, so I have a little bit of gravitas. With age comes wisdom. Yes. <laughs> what? People take you more seriously. With age comes experience, and with experience comes respect. Okay. Zach, well, well, that, not for me. <laughs> I'm just going to be straight up honest with you. I'm not going to respect you any more than I ever have. Because we basically, you know, we've grown up together. Yeah. From our 20s into our 30s, now into our 40s. Correct. I have no respect. <laughs> no, that's Sorry, not true. I, I, that's I, not true. I, I get it. That's not true. But other people... <laughs> Will respect me more. And it's the same thing for me. People that don't know me will respect me more too. Yeah. I, I will agree with that. If someone says they're in their 40s, yes. I'm like, oh, they they know what they're talking I about. I talked about that. I think we talked about that maybe a little bit on the podcast last week. I was like, I, I actually am looking forward to 40 because it is, you're finally at that an age where it's not like, oh, you're kind of young. It's like, oh. <laughs> you should know what's yeah, going yeah, on by now. You should know. <laughs> you should know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whether or not that's true that you do know. Yeah, right, right. That's, you know, that, that, that. Okay, I like, think what I'm struggling with, I always feel like I'm a kid, like the young one. I, me too. But now, because we've been we've been with teens ever yep. since, you know, we were in our early 20s. We kind of never really graduated. Yeah. In college, I started in the teen ministry yeah. here. Yep. And I've been in it forever, so. Me too. Since I was 20, those, 24. 
Right. So you it's were, just, it keeps you young because you're, you're with young kids and you're dealing with yeah. stuff that they've, you know, school you know, stuff and all that stuff. But now, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, yeah, you're old. Yeah, but here's the thing. <laughs> you're older though. than my parent. Oh, it's good. Here's the thing, though, man. Yeah. Like, we're old for teen leaders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we really are. Like, yeah. we're... They're going to send well, us to the glue factory. You, you know what's really funny, though? <laughs> Staff-wise, though, we're still two of the youngest guys on the staff. Yeah. So. Right. Not a bad thing. I guess. Not a bad thing. Still the youngest guys are in the team ministry. They're 40. Yeah. But they're the young guys. <laughs> All right, Zach, here's another one. All right. Some things... How many of these are there? 40 for 40, man. We're not going through 40. I'm, you're going to let me go through whatever I want. It's your 40th birthday. <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. Hold on. I, uh, I, I will tell you something that I did do. What? And, and since you? you've been doing this list... All right, here's a couple here things. Here we go. Here we go. Wednesday of last week, I believe it was about November 8th. Today's the, the 17th. Like, like almost 10 days ago. Yes. I come upstairs... Yes. ...on a Wednesday night. For our Wednesday night service. Yep. And this place is decked out with 40th birthday garbage. Of course it is. <laughs> there's there's like the, there's the rope with the little what, triangular what? pendant things that say happy 40th. Called, yeah, pennant. Pennant things. Yes. There's big balloons everywhere. Yeah. But I, I will why? say this. I will say this. I, I felt very touched for the fact that you hate balloons. I do. You are scared to death of balloons. I, it's one of is, your things. Is Laura like waiting in one of these closets with balloons to come out and pop <laughs> no, them to get me back? No. Okay. I didn't know what you had set up no, here. No. I forget which podcast it was, but one of the punishments I did for you a while back, we played a game and you had to pop a balloon as a punishment. Mm. And I felt really bad mm-hmm. about that because I didn't realize how big of like a fear this was. It's not even like that exaggerated. Like no, it's, you're, it's you're, legit. You're I, 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 I hate balloons. Yeah. So you had this place and and – one thing that I hate is being the center of attention. Oh, I know. And so everybody is coming up to me now and saying, hey, happy birthday. Listen. And people that I don't, I'm walking through the church and people that I never see because we're on, you know, we're, we're up yeah. here doing our thing. They've got the main side over there. Like, like adults are coming to me. Hey, happy birthday. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. Yeah. You know, like and Guess the what, students buddy? are coming up. They're, they're saying happy birthday to me too. So it's like, I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Are they? Yes. Then you have to explain what's going on. Yeah. I get all these text messages. Hey, congratulations. Happy birthday. Yep. Yeah. That's so, a good thing though, man. People love you. I, they care about you. That should be that should be a that should be a really positive thing. I guess you it know what would be the worst? What? You showed up and everybody's like paying no attention to you whatsoever. <laughs> and it's your 40th birthday. Yeah. That'd be really turdish. Yeah. So you got me a cake. Churlish. <laughs> yeah. You got me a cake for my 40th. I did. And you put this candle on this cake. Yes. That was... It was the greatest candle of all time. I, it was an unbelievable candle. Yes. It's not like... It wasn't just like a regular candle. This yep. thing was huge. Yeah, man. It, it was... Zach, it, it was for your like 40th birthday. A, it looked like a pod, kind of. It that, was a pod. Like a... In, it's, it's, it's supposed to be a, an expanding flower. That's what it looked like. Yes. So you... This thing, I would say, what? Five inches tall? Um, yeah. Ish. In yeah, that's wa- a and safe circular, approximation. Circular thing here. Like it a, looks like a pot. It looks like, like a, it looked like a, 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 a rose, a closed rose. Yes. And so you lit this thing. Mm-hmm. It starts to spin. It opens up. <laughs> it opens 16 up. candles are on it. <laughs> and, it, and it starts playing this happy birthday song. Yes. <laughs> and like, it won't stop. 
<laughs> I know. So we're like, how do you turn this thing off? There's no button. It says they you said, to, disassemble yeah. it and cut the copper wire. <laughs> to uh, you have to play Mission Impossible. I thought that was a good gift for you. So we did that. Laura <laughs> took this thing, destroyed it. There's pieces. We throw it yeah. in the garbage can, all right? We're sitting in service, yeah. listening to a, a movie that we watch, and then we break off. Not a movie. You may sound like we were watching, like, Remember the Titans, and we were <laughs> watching a video... <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a, a video, uh, like a teaching video. Yeah, it was a teaching video. Yes. Yeah, well, yes. So We're watching it's, Denzel. It's quiet in there. This guy has a very slow cadence, and he would. His pause. name is Jeff Belcher. I like him. He's yeah, nice. He's guy. great. He got you a hat. He was very. He did send me a hat, which was <laughs> weird. That was crazy. I did not expect that. So he take these long pauses, and all of a sudden. Out of the garbage can in the back of the room, we hear the happy birthday music start it, playing it again. It sounded like it, it was like it, like if the T one thousand, if the T one thousand from the Terminator movie, <laughs> you know how it could self heal. Yes, that's what was happening in the trash can. <laughs> it was self healing after like it was almost completely destroyed. <laughs> yes, self healing. That is starts playing music. <laughs> Like over and over and over again. It got kept getting faster and worse. Yes. So the students can't obviously keep oh, a straight giggling. face or pay attention to our movie we're watching. Yeah. The film. <laughs> we're watching it, The Equalizer. Yeah. <laughs> no, we weren't. We were watching. So, yeah. So then you had to like take it outside. So all of these things happened for my birthday. Yep. And one last thing, because I don't want to get back to your stupid list. We'll get back to it. I don't want the stupid list. One last thing. I've started to get these urges of elderly people. Wait, what? Yes. The things that I would see older people doing Mm -hmm. and always like shake my head and like, Mm -hmm. that's an old person. Like I eat much earlier now, four o'clock's dinner time. And it's, (laughs) but it's been that way for a while. And the kids get off the bus. You can't say, you can't say now and, but be like, it's been that way for a while. Like it's been that way since you're 28. Yes. But this year. I have wanted to decorate outside for Christmas for the first time ever. I yeah. never, ever wanted to decorate outside for Christmas. Yeah. I was always an inside guy because why decorate for outside? I can't see it. I'll decorate inside so my family can enjoy it. When you decorate outside, it's for everyone else to do. You're but, Clark Griswold. But n- this year I am. Yeah, man. And I'm doing it early. You see all the old people out there decorating like right after Halloween. And I'm like, why are they doing this? Yes. Well, the reason why is it's nice out. It's nice. You don't have to get why, on the roof. Why would you wait until it's cold. freezing cold and you could slip and and break your hip? Yeah, exactly. I, I'm worried about. You can't do that now. now, Zach. I know. So I thought, you know what? Last year, okay, last year on clearance because I'm getting mm. older. Yes, I found three big rolls of of outdoor lights. The okay. big ones, the multicolored ones. You're gonna ones. say toilet paper. I didn't know where you're going with this. <laughs> I should stop letting my brain finish sentences. <laughs> yes. So I like I want to decorate my house like a gingerbread house. Mm. I want like the little things around the eaves, like the gingerbread things. So I yeah. did that. And then you know you know what else I want? I want those deer in my yard. The white oh, the white yeah. ones with the wire the, white the, wire, the wire white ones with the lights. I thought you wanted like the like the the plasticky colored ones. No 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 no. Those are chintzy. Like I want something that shows my maturity and age. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so so, so I did fake reindeer in your yard, of course. I, I went and I bought a family of them. Did you really? Did. A family? It was a family. Are you t- aren't you just talking about the eight tiny reindeer? No, these are like decorative deer. So okay. there's like a there's like a is buck. there a sleigh? No, there's no sleigh. These are just the deer. Like they're actually deer. Like but they're white. Metal. Oh, I they're, they're not like, like part of a, a Santa Claus thing. It's okay. just deer. 
Yes. Because they're fun, because I'm old, and I like these things. So wow, this, I, this is way worse than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought when you were talking about this, you wanted, like, the reindeer no, setup no, 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 from no. Christmas Vacation. No, not on my roof. No, not that. Not, it wasn't on his roof. It was, it was in, in the front yard, because right. he kicks him down, and then he, like, punts Santa out of the sleigh. <laughs> no, there's just a wire deer with the little lights on them. Wow, man. So I, I went to the store, and... So there was a buck, a doe, and a little fawn. So, so, yes. And guess what? The buck and the doe are bigger, and they're, it says animated on them. Animated? <laughs> so they, they move. move. So the buck's head goes to the side, and I thought this was going to be like this revelatory cool thing. It's not. It's just like. It's super zzz. slow. You would never see it driving past it. It's actually moving. And then the, then the wow. doe's head goes down to the grass very slowly, like it's eating and comes back up. Yeah. And so these things are in my yard. I open up the box, the dough comes in, that thing is rusted brown. I'm like, what is going on? I, I, evidently somebody who bought one last year, put it in the box and took it back. Cause I open up this box and it, all the joints where the the wire deer came together was rusted brown. Like the lights wouldn't work, man. So I took it back and I went to, went to the counter at Walmart figuring that I'm going to show you this. And you're yeah. going to be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe someone would do that. Yes. It was a young girl working there. I Where was it at? Walmart. Walmart. Okay. Which Walmart? <laughs> Hermitage. I took it there and she Wait. was like, I don't care. She's like, what, what do you want? Do you want a gift card? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. She gave, she's like, she like, do you okay. want to Well, I got a customer service story to tell you in a minute. <laughs> Go ahead. Finish your story. Yeah. So she's like, do you want it on a gift card or back on your credit card? I was, I was expecting like the, the manager to come in and apologize because this, you could tell they sold me something that was used. And it's, you know, yeah. what, what are you doing? Yeah. But they didn't care. They're they like, care. Yeah, whatever. So I yeah. was a little upset by that. But now, now I've got all the Christmas lights up. No one else has Christmas lights up except us. And we no, have this man. display in our oh, house. Because you're I, proudly 40. And I feel very, like, subconscious about it. So I don't turn them on. <laughs> because well, like, I, I, mean, I, I need to say, wait a little bit. I would say... Wait until after Thanksgiving to yeah. turn them on, but yeah. good good on you for getting They're it done and ready. So on Thanksgiving, like as soon as Whoop. as soon as you're done with like family gatherings and get-togethers, all that fun stuff, you could turn your lights on and be like, Christmas season has officially started. Yep. No sweat. Yep. Good for you, Zach. This is, this is my wisdom from turning forty. Anyway, that's yeah. my story, Zach. Stinking. Let's talk about Walmart customer service here for a second. Yeah. Because I was at the Hermitage Walmart. Uh oh. Thinking that you know. I've never, I've never had one issue going into Walmart, especially customer service. Are they the most polite people in the world? Yeah. No, but are they? They're not terrible, right? Right. Ever, especially at the Hermitage Walmart. Like, so I expected this to be no big deal. Yeah. Back in July, Zach, for the Pittsburgh mission trip, I went and bought a snore guard. A snore. You know what I'm talking about? Snore no. guard. It's a thing. You, it's like it looks like a mouthpiece. You put it in at nighttime and it keeps your mouth a little bit open and pulls your jaw forward so you don't snore. So why? Why? Because you wanted to be uh, considerate. I wanted to be considerate to you guys. Because listen, every time we have like anything that involves sleep here at the church, yeah, you fall asleep immediately. I fall asleep instantaneously. Start not even immediately, instantaneously. My head hits the pillow and my body collapses into sleep. Yes, it but does. I immediately start snoring. Yes. So I thought I'd be a good guy. I get the snore guard, and like in that way, everybody could get off my back about it. Um, and, but I, I did want to be nice about it, but you make fun of me for like like snoring immediately Yeah, every single time. Yeah. So I bought it. Then I was convinced, don't worry about it. It's not that bad. 
I think by you and my wife, they're both like, it's not that bad. It's not that big of a deal. Cause it was like, it was expensive, but I did it for the people. Okay. All right. So I, I kept it in its box. I never even opened this thing up okay. with the receipt in the bag. I was like, I'll take it back. Um, and then I forgot about it in my okay. car and it like, got underneath a seat. I forgot about it. Uh Oh, so I find, I find it. Okay. And I'm like, Oh, I gotta take this thing back. And listen, Walmart traditional, they'll take back anything. Yeah. They'll take back stuff that's not even from their store. Probably but, how I got the, the reindeer. Somebody brought exactly, it back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They probably took their their old one, shoved right. it in the box, kept, kept the, the new, new one. one. Exactly. Who would do that? Who would do that? Lots of people. Lots of people. It's, <laughs> it's a shame. <sighs> um, so I, I'm like, well, I got the original receipt. It's in the box. It looks brand new. Yeah. Like nobody's, they're not going to hassle me about this. Walmart does so much more for so much less. I must have got this person on the wrong day. Uh oh. She was not pleasant. Uh oh. All right. And I take it up to her and she, uh, she's like, is there anything wrong with it? I'm like, no, I didn't even open it. And she scans the receipt. She's like, this is from July. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I understand, but it's still, it's brand new. I didn't never used it. I just I left it in my car. Our policy's 90 days. Uh oh. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I don't want my money back. I just want, I want, like, you can give me store credit. Yeah, our policy's 90 days. And she shoves it back at me. And I'm like, you did not need to be that rude. I said that. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> I got so, a snore guard. And so I just walked away at that <laughs> point, too, because I'm like, well, I don't know what to do now. And so, like, if you don't have the receipt, <laughs> I'm like, how is that? So, okay. So, oh, I see. So the, what you needed to do was just take it back. By- yeah. So if I would have been dishonest. Ah. But I'm you're not saying, listen, Sarah's not saying be dishonest. That's not at all what she was saying. But she's like, they have that weird 90 day policy. So you have to take it back without the receipt. Yeah. And they'll still take it back because it's still in the store. Let's see. So August, September, it October. was July. So it would have been, you had to take it back in October. Yeah. I would have had to take it back in October and it's November. But they treated me, Zach, they treated me like I was trying to steal something from them. <laughs> Like, I was taking something from them. I'm like, no, all you do is, like, so next time, I'm just going to come and say, I lost my receipt. Yeah. Which isn't true. Right. And I don't feel good about that. But I want my money back, and I'm going to spend it at your store anyway. Yeah. I'm not looking for cash in hand. Right. They treated me like, yeah, I went to the shelf, (laughs) grabbed it, brought it right over to customer service, like, I need to return this. That's how they treated me like I I was a criminal. And I was doing the right thing. You weren't a criminal. You were just lazy. (laughs) (laughs) You're just a procrastinator. I forgot about it. (laughs) It got left under a seat, man. So, yeah, I was like. But here's the thing. That's been in your car for four months. Yeah. Your car is black. So it's going to heat up in there. That's probably whatever's in there is probably melted. What's in the van? In the van. Oh, your van's dark gray. Yeah, it's probably not that bad. You've had melt what kind of plastic like what kind of rubber do you think this is it's i don't know it's, I don't, I don't think. it's like silicone is that gonna melt i don't know it's not like it gets it. like 400 degrees in my car it just bakes everything everything <laughs> like it's just like it becomes a kiln <laughs> <laughs> my car is just engulfed in flames as i walk away i come back and it's out <laughs> i don't know zach i don't know maybe yeah maybe maybe they're like that was her concern i don't think that was her concern i'm not gonna say her name but I was not pleased with my experience at Walmart in Hermitage. It was Joanna, wasn't it? Heather. No. I'm not going to say the name. 
I don't want to, but I'm not. Because that would be wrong. Yeah, that would be wrong. It would be very wrong. So anyway, that's that's about it. Zach, we gotta get into some All right. something better than this. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's get into the, the good stuff. All right. When we come back. Something, just that. Something. Something. Maybe we'll talk about wisdom. <laughs> what Zach is all of a sudden attained. Full of. Attained and obtained. <laughs> at, on this day. <laughs> on the 40th birth anniversary of myself when we come back (laughs) all right we're back we're not gonna talk about wisdom we're not gonna talk about wisdom no wise enough we realized we just talked about this with age comes uh, forgetfulness apparently (laughs) and we just talked about sage sage wisdom it was not that it was it, not. It, it might have been three it, episodes ago, but it was like four months ago. It was definitely not. I'm I'm thinking it was like eight or ten months ago. <laughs> it was. I think it was earlier on than we remember it being. And honestly, every episode they kind of just they kind of just all run together. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what happens when. My son still refers to episodes by their number. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you? Are we getting close about? to a hundred yet? Uh, we're no. We're like in. We're. I mean. Close in terms of like relative terms, yes, we're closer to 100 than we've ever been, <laughs> just like you are. <laughs> in relative terms, yes, we're getting closer and closer to 100. Now, I think we're in the we're probably in the mid 80s, okay, right now. So, I mean, we're not super far off yeah. from 100, but we'll have uh, a party, we'll have a party, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Woo! anyway, all right. No, I thought the thing that's been interesting to me um, recently, and I mean, just based on world events, has been this idea of end times uh-huh. and everything. And, not, and listen, we are not going to get like dark, and we're also not going to project our own, uh, you know, feelings and thoughts onto this because that's not what it is. I think it's better for us to, though, have a better, more well-rounded view of of what like. Number one, the, the question always comes up is, is this like, is this a fulfillment of what Revelation is talking about? Right. Um, and what is Revelation really pointing us towards anyway? I mean, I know Revelation is a huge topic for you. You've always enjoyed a study in Revelation. You wrote a book based around Revelation. I did, yeah. Called Left Behind. No, it's not uh, it. It was a huge series. It was a huge <laughs> series. You wrote like 10 books on it. <laughs> and no, they I'm not a Left Behind guy. The, Wait, you're not Tim LaHaye? No, it's not. My I've been name. wasting my time this whole time with somebody that's not Tim LaHaye. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. No, but you did write a book, honestly, uh, that it goes around yeah. um, the story of like Revelation and right. kind of like end times and in, 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 in that concept and that sure. construct of yep. what the end looks like. Uh, because it is, a to- it is an interesting topic. Um, my, my thing with Revelation has always been it gets misinterpreted so much and there is people put their own spin on it to create their own level of comfort um on it um and sometimes overshoot i Mm -hmm. think maybe i hope that's the right word overshoot uh what the true meaning of that of what that letter was all about what was what was john when he like was given this prophecy really speaking to and I mean, I think the reality is it wasn't pointing towards one time; it was pointing towards all time. Um, yeah. 
I mean, because when you think of the end, I mean, I always think of it in this way. Maybe I'm putting too much of my own spin on it now. Um, but, I mean, we've been living in – okay, so Revelation sp- speaks of the expectancy of the return of Jesus Christ. Yes. Therefore, like, since Jesus has left, we've been awaiting right. his return. So, in essence, we've been, you know, in this end – for right. a long time, because, I mean, he is the beginning and the end. So, I mean, in that time, it's like, you know, what is to come? Right. Um, and so, I, I think, like, there's too much, too often, Revelation becomes a story of fear. And when we see, like, world events going on around us, people start speculating, oh, this must be it. But the reality is, for 2,000 years, people have right. been saying, oh, this must be it. Right. This must be everything that they've been talking about. Right. I mean, because, I mean... People have been pointed out as being antichrist, and the reality is there's plenty of people that have tried to <laughs> present themselves as such right. throughout all of history as some sort of messianic figure. I mean, like, I mean, we can get into the minutia of in the details of that, but I mean, what are your th- thoughts? I mean, how how much has I don't know how closely you follow the news. I, I don't follow the news super closely. Right. Um, but I do follow the Bible pretty closely. And right. so, <laughs> you know, in looking at that, I look at these things as like, I don't have... Now, let me put this out there first. My heart breaks for the people that lose their lives yeah. over senseless actions. Right. And so, I, I think if we're going to talk about this on any level with current events, we have to say, you know, our 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 hearts are truly with the people of Israel um, right. and those who are have been affected by terrorist groups. Right. Because it's... I mean, it's it's heartbreaking to see someone uh, see a people group um, go through sca- catastrophic loss, um, and so uh, you know that's where my heart has been. My prayers have been with the people of Israel, no matter you know what their background is. Like, if somebody experiences loss at the hands of someone right. that has evil intent. Um, then our prayers need to be with them. And I mean, for sure, that's what it is. But then when we look at this and people start speculating wildly as, as to if this is it, it's like, I don't have <clears throat> that level of fear or concern. I mean, it's because uh, a couple reasons. When it happens, it happens, right? It's like, yeah. I, I, and so I guess I'm, what I'm saying is like, I don't have fear of an end. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, Revelation is very clear on where the victory is. Sure, it's there's there's no question. It's not like, and we'll see what happens. Right. You know who's going to win. It's not like setting up for a battle. It's setting up for a victory. Right. And, and Jesus has the victory. Absolutely. And so while you know, and I, I maybe and maybe that's one of the things that we struggle with just as people is like obviously part of life is death. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Um, but there's not a second death for those who know Jesus Christ. Right. And so there is the reward of eternity. So even though these mortal bodies will one day end, um, we, there is, there's no fear of anything beyond that if we know Jesus Christ. And so pointing to my other point is there's a job to be done. Yes. And so like, if we're, if we see all this stuff happening, instead of saying, thinking to ourselves, oh my goodness, this is it. We should be thinking to ourselves, oh my goodness, I should be sharing more right. with people around me in a loving and kind way. Not like, do you know this could be the end? Not, not right. like that. I'm not saying do that. I'm saying that we need to do everything in our power to love our neighbor as ourselves, as God has called right. us to. 
Um, but I mean, what, what are your thoughts, Zach? I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, God's direction never changes in scripture. Mm-hmm. It's the same as in the garden as it is now <clears throat> in the garden. He created us with, um, a purpose to go out and to subdue creation, to be his image, his reflection. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing now. Mm-hmm. Revelation is a warning for us to pay attention because Jesus is coming back soon. We do not know the time or the hour. You need to be sure that you are doing what you were made here to do. Yep. And that is to reflect God. That is to bring his love, to, to let other people know that there is a way, a truth, and a life, that mm-hmm. Jesus is the way to life everlasting, but also um, a richness and purpose in life as we're living it now. Right on. And so when you talk about, you know, um, the bride waiting for the bridegroom, mm-hmm. right? That's what we are as the church. We are in expectation of him coming, living yeah. in that way. But we should not be looking around for markers to mm-hmm. see when that time is, because that's not the point. Yes. The point is we are to be living each and every day in expectation that right. he's coming. Exactly. You know, you know, Revelation ends saying, come, Lord Jesus, come. Mm-hmm. That should be our heart. That should be what we want. We should yeah. be excited yeah. <laughs> at the fact that hopefully he is coming back soon. Yeah. But it's almost like rooting for it in, in the the like downfall of people. Yeah. That's like, no, you should be loving people. Yeah, exactly. You can root for it in your heart because, you know, this is a broken place and we want that, you know, that that God's kingdom to come in that in that in that um like the connection being back with God again yep. like it was in the beginning, right? With Adam and Eve and we want that again to have that. Yep. But, you know, that is to come in his timing and our job is to live in you know, I've heard it described the already not yet. We're talking about God's kingdom. You know, God's kingdom came through Christ, yep. but it's not fulfilled until he comes again. But we are to live in expectation of it coming. Exactly. And so when John got this vision of revelation, it was a revelation to him, but he wrote it as a letter to a to groups of people in different churches in his time. At that time. At yes. that time. And there's encouragement in there. As well as future, you know, prophecy and such. Yes. But it is to be read as something that is, sure, we're looking forward to Christ coming back, but the, the truth should be present day truth exactly. as you're living your life. Yep. Warnings, um, things to watch out for. Because be mindful we, of, yes. Because we are to be expectant of Jesus coming. Exactly. It could be any moment of any day. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world around us. Uh, yeah, are there... Are there signs and indications that John pointed out that look similar to what things that are going on? Sure. Right. What, what we, I, what, we've, we've seen it a lot. What, what people get like bogged down with in Revelation is the symbolism. And exactly. The, and the things. Sure, it's symbolic. A, yes. lo- a lot of those things, you know, the pictures of crazy beasts and mm-hmm. like, you know, the locusts with all, you know, the different yeah. colored armor on and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, that's going to be cool. Well... Okay, could it literally look like that? Sure. But it's probably some sort of symbolic yes. description of something that we're going to experience that that should then make us even more anxious to go out and do the work that God's called exactly. us to do. Exactly. I mean, and that's uh, and that's the thing that I've always like, you know, 
as when I was younger and reading Revelation when I was like a kid, it was like terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> the reality is, is like when you look, start looking into it and understanding it, I mean, it was something very relevant. Yeah. I think what I think it's speculated that John wrote this around 90. Yeah. 90, 95, something like, something like that. Like yeah, he's old on an Island. Late, Patmos by himself. Yeah, Patmos sitting there. by himself. God gets, this sends this vision to him. Yeah. Holy Spirit's like speaking through right. him. And like, and I mean, I think a lot of that too was speaking, I mean, and like you said, it, the Bible is once and for all. It's like it's it it meant something then, and it means something to this day. It continues to have purpose. It's a living word, right? Right. And so, when you look at what John was writing, I mean, it was very relevant to the day that they were living in because they were living under a tyrannical government that wanted them dead. So, when you look at these beasts and all this kind of stuff, they're talking about the emperor that has, like, you know, has hold of many nations and, you know, is overseeing all all these things and, you know, presenting himself as a godlike character, as a messianic character in some ways. Like, I, I, I'm going to bring you life mm-hmm. and uh, there's going to be death to everybody else. And so, it meant something then. And I mean, but the reality is there's always going to be people that are like that. And, right. But do I get caught up in the the worry and fear of that's going to happen? No, because Christ has the victory. Right. I'm not worried about any of it. Because right. even if this body goes, when it goes, I get to spend eternity with God. Right. And that's awesome. That's an awesome thing to think about. Yeah. It's not something to fear. And I think that, that I think what really is at the core of it is that fear of death sometimes for us. And I'm not faulting anybody right. for that. It's a very real fear. It's like, you know, the top two fears that we could possibly have is death and public speaking. Like, statistically speaking, <laughs> yeah. those are the two main fears, which is crazy to think about. Because, yeah, right. like, some pe- there's people out there that would rather die. die. Um, <laughs> yes. But death is still always going to be one of those fears because it's like, it's this fear of what's next. Mm-hmm. But as believers, as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ, we don't need to have that fear. Right. I'm not saying that it's wrong for us to have that fear. It's totally normal to to fear something. Like it's not like it's everything is absolutely spelled out. But the thing that is spelled out that matters is like right. Christ has the victory. In Him, we have security and eternity with Him. Right. You know, with yeah. the Father in heaven, and like that. There's no greater picture than that. Right. Um, that you know. That it doesn't matter what happens in this life. The next life is going to be so much greater without pain, without suffering, without any kind of turmoil. You know, it's what perfection truly can be. Right. And so looking at it from that perspective, it's like, man, I really don't have to fear anything. Like even if the worst, when the worst does happen or if it does happen, it's like Jesus is already won. That's why we come together on Sundays and we celebrate the victory, right? Like right. when we talk about the victory of Jesus, we're not talking about like – I think too often we interpret it as the vi- the little victories they've had in my life. That's the easy stuff, right? Like Jesus, like the real victory is death. He's got victory over death, right? Like death's already been defeated, right? Um, and so it's it's really cool to think of it from that perspective that we don't have to worry about any kind of end because our king's already yes. got it locked, right? Like we don't have to you know to concern. About, and that's why when like because I've had a lot of people. I mean, the common expression of concern um, that I've received over time is just like, oh, man, you see all this stuff happening. And I'm like, yeah, but we have nothing. There's nothing to worry about. Because I've even had, you know, I've had people ask me about like doing, like going through Revelation. And I've had conversations over and over again. I've had several people ask me about like doing studies on Revelation. 
and I get why yeah. people would want to yeah. read it, but I'm like, I don't know if it's going to do you any good. Right. Like, no, there's there's fun in the minutia of Revelation, mm-hmm. you, but it, a lot of it is speculation of what this symbol is saying, mm-hmm. what it means. There's yeah. different views. Oh my goodness! Like you can, if you would do a Revelation series with one point of view, yep. you'd be doing a disservice to God. Exactly. Because um, there is one thing that's going to happen, but we do not know it. Yep. And Jesus tells us you're not going to know it. Only yep. the Father knows. He doesn't, I don't know. <laughs> Only he knows. <laughs> yes. Jesus' words to us in so, the gospel. So we can study it and we can show all of the different interpretations that man has to what's happening. Mm-hmm. But... It's a big picture thing. Mm-hmm. And the big picture thing is what we've been talking about, yep. that the battle is won. And <clears throat> I had a whole class on Revelation in, in college. and That was a fun class. I loved it. I did. I loved, I loved it. I obviously wrote a book, like, but it come from like a, it, it was an allegory. Yeah. It was what I wrote. Oh, that's not what actually is going to happen? <clears throat> no, no. It was you just, told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have had some criticism, like, you, this is ridiculous. Like, the, uh, I'm like, yeah, it's I mean, it's your fiction. book came out like 10 years ago now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And did. people are like, people, yeah. I remember. It's, it's a fiction story, but yeah. the, the heart of it's there. One interpretation. <laughs> because we don't know what's going to happen. We can speculate yeah. what's going to happen, but the truth are these things, that yeah. Jesus loves us, that Jesus saves us, yep. and that Jesus would do it all over again. Like, that's, yeah. that's it. And he comes for the one. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's... That's the the beauty of what happened on the cross was that he died for all and he mm. died for one. Yep. And when you realize that, and when you truly realize that, the only response is worship. Yep. And that's what this book is, is a future with God mm-hmm. etern- internally in heaven. Yep. But... Something has to happen for us to get there because we messed it up in the garden. There has yes. to be a... a comeuppance the resolution to of what happened and this is describing what it is in a lot of spiritual you know visionary stuff hey you know satan's going to be judged the people that follow him are going to be judged Mm -hmm. and the the ones that follow god are going to a victory where we are going to celebrate with 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 the bridegroom forever yeah Yeah. in 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 heaven in his presence right it's an exciting thing it's really cool but when you study it there's there's all kinds of fun images and stuff and the 144,000 fun is a very subjective term (laughs) and the trumpets and the seals and this means this and this means that yep but my my teacher in college says the heart of revelation is chapters four and five it's a vision of john going into the throne room of god Mm. And you see the victory that's happened there. You see, you know, there's dismay in the heavenly council that, oh no, what's going to happen until until the, the lamb is brought forward, the bloody lamb is brought forward, and then there's joy and worship forever because there was a problem, people messed it up, but now there's a resolution. Yep. And you see that heavenly throne room, and you and like this is what we are looking forward to. Yep. Before it, you got the letters to the churches, some warnings on how you need to live. These are the things these churches are doing bad. Look forward, you know, change your ways. Look forward to, you know, this this heavenly celebration. Yep. Then after chapter five, there's a whole bunch of visions about how things are going to end. Sure, you know, this is God saying, all right, this is the last last revelation I'm giving my people. 
we are looking forward to something. Bad things are going to happen until that kind gets there. But yep. the, the reality is the, the job I gave you at the beginning is the job you got now. Go and be my reflection. Be my disciples. Bring, the, bring my kingdom to this earth. Mm-hmm. And when the time comes, we're going to have a reunion in heaven, and we can celebrate that. Yep. The victory is already done. Just go do your work until the time comes, because I want more people there. I want a big celebration. I want all of human history to be there. Some people aren't going to listen. Some people aren't, you know, there is going to be a judgment for those who don't follow. But guess what? Your job is to go out there and bring as many people with you as you can. That's right. That's right. And there, yep, there's no fear in that. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I think that that should calm any nerves and worries. It's like there's nothing to worry about as long as we're doing our part to share the gospel with other people. And we don't have to beat people over the head with it. We live out the gospel. And that's that's what it should be. It's it's a matter of looking at the life of Jesus Christ and being just that. Yeah. Like, we can't be perfect like Jesus, but we can serve people like G- Jesus served people. That does not take... It takes intention, but it doesn't take a whole lot of effort. (laughs) Like you just have to be willing to do it. Right. Um, And so I I think that's that's where the focus really needs to be in this day. Is could this be it? Yes, but I could have said that last year and twenty years ago and a hundred years ago. Was it supposed to be twenty twelve? Yeah, twenty twelve. Twenty twenty. That was was a different. That was the Mayan calendar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But then, then like twenty twenty. I mean, the pandemic. That was definitely it. Yeah. I don't remember any. Do you remember? Did, did oh, people yeah. think that? Oh, yes. I don't remember that. End of the world stuff. It just felt like it was the end because uh, <laughs> we couldn't go anywhere. Like right. we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, we're like, we were like locked down for three weeks. It was like, this is the worst. And then six months later, it's like, well, this is just our new normal now. Yeah. Huh? Then I kind of got used to it. I'm like, yeah. hey, I don't have to see people. Like, I can put a mask on, nobody sees my face. This <laughs> That's is great. I'm hiding. Gosh, Zach. See, we have such different personalities. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's that. But that's the truth of it. It's like that did feel like a defeat. But man, what what did it bring? It brought us when we could get back together. A lot of like it was sure. like this experience and the joy of being together right. all the more. It intensified that. But you know, are we doing our part? And that's been the question that I've been asking in response to this. Like, okay, yeah. Like, like we could have said a thousand years ago, yeah, this could be it. Right. Are we doing our part? Right. Are we doing our part? Are we, are we loving people as Christ loved us? Are we helping people see that there's more to this life than what this world can offer um, through the lens of Jesus Christ? And if we're doing that, then we are doing everything we possibly can, and we should have no fear or concern because everything else is taken care of. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know. It's like thinking about like having the best meal you could possibly imagine and being like, yeah, the bill's already paid for. It's like, okay, awesome. Yeah. Like, so like what's, what's there to worry about? Right. Um, but I, that's easier said than done, but that's honestly, that, that is the mentality that I've carried. I've all, I've carried for most of my adult life, you know, being raised in the, in the church and tradition that I was raised in, there was a lot of focus on the end. And I remember specifically, and this is a you know guy I admired, my grandfather, and I've talked about him at length, admired him, but that was one of the things that he like loved to speculate on. And he, you know, he would like listen to so many different preachers that would get into like all the, you know, the different things and how we could know when it's coming. And it's like, but we can't know. Right. Because Jesus says he doesn't know. So am I saying that I know better than Jesus? I know more than Jesus? Right. Like, oh, I got the one up. And I, I feel like that's like almost God's way of saying like, yeah, you'll never know. 
<laughs> you're just never going to know. And we're not supposed to. And, and But that's the beauty it, of it. Like, think about this way. I think about this a lot. If you knew the date, mm-hmm. your expiration date, mm-hmm. how would you live? If you knew that you were going to go see Jesus on June 4th, 2035, not that far in the future. Yeah, wow. Way how, to pick how a date. You, <laughs> way to pick a date way out there, Zach. <laughs> how would you live? Or if you knew it was June 4th, 2075. Yeah. Right? How would you live? You should live the same way regardless. Yeah, exactly. That's why we don't know the day yeah. or the hour that Jesus is going to come, the same way we don't know the day or the hour that we are going to go see him, mm-hmm. because we shouldn't be living in a way where we're thinking that way. Exactly. You should be living in the present, doing the work that God has for you. Exactly. And that's, yeah. And so, I mean, if there is any worry within you, think about it from those terms, like... Think about like how that Jesus has you, and let's praise Him for having us. And that's it. Are there going to be difficult times? Yes, but there's always been difficult times. Oh, somebody's calling. That's the yeah. Hold on one second. (laughs) There's all. There is always going to be difficult. What was the reason for that? That that has to be some sort of divine intervention in that call. I (laughs) I guarantee you, it was Pete. (laughs) Like he loves to call me on. Oh. The work phone. So yeah, my my youngest is in in the office with my wife um, today. She's she's got she. Oh, I mean, she's probably one of the busiest people here. Um, but Pete had to come in with her. Oh, and, fun! And so yeah, it always adds to the thing. The but he likes to call me on my phone. Nice. It's neat, and he always you know it's always hi. And I'm like, hey, Pete, what's up? And then he just hangs up on me, and I'm like, oh, I mean, at least he got something out of it. Yeah. But back to the point. Yes. Like, I mean, when it comes to these topics and these things, I mean, I look at the beginning and the end almost identically. Um, I don't need to know all the ins and outs yeah. of it for me to have faith in Jesus. Yeah. Um, I know that there was a beginning, and yeah. I know there will be an end. Yeah. And that's fine. That's, I mean, that's really where our faith should come into play is like, I don't need all the blanks filled in for God to still be God. Right. Um, in fact, that's really what makes God even greater is that I can't possibly understand all the things about him. And I can't figure out all the things that I, that people want so desperately to understand about God. And that's what makes me know and feel more protected is like the God that can do the impossible the creator of something out of nothing right. is the God that loves me and cares about me. And when someone is that powerful, it's like having Superman in your corner, right? right. It's like, I don't have to worry about anything because right. he's got it. And I don't have to understand how he works. It's just that he works. Right. And I've seen it throughout my entire life. And, you know, like we were even talking about uh, with the teens on Wednesday night, and I was talking about with the adults as well. I was just talking about, and maybe this is a good way for us to close out, especially that we're going into Thanksgiving and just talking about uh, being thankful and having thankful hearts and just talking about Psalm 100, which I think is a, a great way of thinking about how our lives should be presently and how life's, our lives will look for eternity is in the praise and adoration of our King, who is both creator and shepherd. Mm-hmm. Um, creator meaning that he's so big and so great and vast and beyond any kind of intelligence that we could possibly imagine and dream mm-hmm. up, uh, that he can create the very elements that make us. He does that, but he's also our shepherd. 
Mm-hmm. Like he is near us, he cares about us, and he protects us. And it's like, wow, so much to be grateful for. Like, look, I mean, do yourself a favor. Read Psalm 100. Be reminded of, like, my heart needs to reflect the gratitude and thanksgiving of uh, for the things that God has done in me and through me over all of my life, mm-hmm. that I've been brought through everything because of him. And in knowing that, once again... I can be thankful that I don't need to fear a thing in mm-hmm. this life. So, yeah, I mean, maybe that's not the the satisfactory answer when we talk about end times and revelation, but it's the reality of it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's not. It's not as near. When you look at it, it's like not as fascinating as our brains want to conjure up. Sure, because the the truth of it is, it's like it's all done. Yeah, it's already. It's it it. Like the finality of the cross was the finality once and for all for all time. When he said it was it was finished. Yeah. It wasn't just finished that day. Right. It was finished for eternity. Right. And so if, if God has promised things throughout all of history and like I was I was talking about on Wednesday night, I think a second was it second Corinthians? Just like God's yes is always being yes when it comes to his promises, that he doesn't turn his back away. Like I have no fear. Yeah. I have no fear. I have right. no fear of it because he's so consistent. Right. So. Yeah, I I agree. I, I I love studying Revelation, but not because I'm trying to win an argument. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying doing to like, it for I that got, reason. Your heart's really the wrong I figured place. this out. Yeah, like like here, come come see me, guys. I know this is how happening. cults are formed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you Good know? point. I know what's happening, right? Yep. And then 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 you don't. Nope. Because no. that's not what the whole point of it is. No, unfortunately, it is not. So, hey, I, I think that's all we got for all today. That's it. That's good. I think we. I think that was a half hour. It was good. Good. All right. For Zach and Steve, have a podcast. I'm Zach. Hi, Steve. <laughs> See you next time. Happy birthday, Zach. One last time. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Let's just get it out of the way. Happy birthday, buddy. You're 40th. It's the last time we'll make mention of it until you're 41. Yeah. Anyway. Wait until you're 50. No. You're going to be 50 one day. Hopefully, I'll have 100 episodes before that. <laughs> no, not at this pace. <laughs> not at this pace. Uh, all, right. all right, man. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye.